0: Good afternoon, everybody. Todd Crandall, founder of Executive Director. Whoa, that's not who I am. I'm I'm Todd, I'm still Todd Crandall. I am the founder of Racing for Recovery, and I love these podcasts we've been doing for the past few weeks. And we have Mr. Andy Nunley on with us today, which I'm excited about, and I know we're going to do a lot of laughing. So I'm going to start off with this with you, young grasshopper. <laughs> Tell me who Tri-Daddy is, Uh, and we're going to have to get that picture on this broadcast somehow.
1: A made-up character that we happened to uh, just get some pictures of in front of this, what was it, an Audi that had these plates on it, Tri-Daddy plates or something, and it's, it's just a real funny thing, and I had like a plate of food, and. It was just right after the Ironman deal. It was really good. Well,
0: really let, let's talk about that okay. a little bit. Where, where were we when we
1: encountered Tri-Daddy? Uh, Iron Man, Chattanooga. What
0: what did going on that trip, what did, what did that do for you?
1: Well, it got me back in my head back in the game because I was, you know, I'm training for Ohio and uh, it had been a long, I don't know, eight months of all winter training. And then when we went down there, it, actually boosted my confidence and got my head back in the game. I think the month before that, I started to almost um, just getting ambitious, ready to do this thing, and we still had a few months out. And then I went down there, and it was like, okay, this is what we're doing this for. You know, it was uh, enthusiastic for me. We got uh, VIP passes. That was great. The whole whole trip was awesome, you know.
0: So let's talk about when you didn't have confidence. And when I, when I think of this, the questions I'm gonna ask you here, I, now I can look at them with some humor. Um, I also look at them back with a lot of empathy for you, for where you were emotionally, mentally, psychologically, all that stuff. So w- let's talk about the proverbial beer can in the back of your truck And how you were completely trying to snowball me on stuff okay tell me about the mindset you had at that time when you were in here
1: um the mindset i had uh well it would have been the first um time i ever met you and i had been battling alcohol and drug addiction for years i guess you would call it battling i in and out of uh recovery centers treatments different programs um and I was almost at a point where I pretty much figured um, I was probably going to die drinking or drugging for the rest of my life, you know, that I was alive. I felt like I couldn't beat this thing. So then I had gotten in trouble, and um, I just, you know, and they give me, I they have to give me, the, you know, they gave me probation and all that. And uh, I had to get some treatment, so I come in here and... um and then I just figured this is how it was like If I tell you the least amount of stuff about me um, the le- You know how I don't want to tell you how bad I really am Because I want the least amount of treatment and penalties So I can you know get this charges out of my way Do my treatment and go back to what I want to do Drink and back to thinking that if I just work enough It's going to solve all my problems You know stay busy and keep pretty much what I was telling my family and everything else you know just make people happy, get people off my back so I could continue to do what I was doing. So let me
0: ask you this Andy and I'm I'm being well you know I'm always honest with this, but this this is the stuff that well, I'll say it honestly I get it it still hurts me you know because I'm picturing you back then and I'm wondering because I, I want the I want the viewer to get inside your head with this. Did you think I was actually buying it when we were talking like that? I mean, what, what was your... I know your agenda was to get the least amount of treatment, but did you really think that you were getting one over on me like I believed it?
1: Um, I probably did, honestly. You know, my mindset at the time, I thought I was getting one over on everybody.
0: Did you have a perception of what Racing for Recovery was or what it wasn't when you came in here that first time?
1: Um. You know, I did. I didn't have a really a perception. I just had heard it was different, and uh, I had went through every other, well, pretty much every other place that there was, and and I knew what that was going to all be like. And um, honestly, I was opting out for let's just get some IOP and uh, you know give it a shot. I thought it was gonna. I honestly thought it was just gonna be like every other IOP. But they all knew me at them ones, so I figured I could try to come in here, feed you a line of crap, and then you'd just say, oh, it's the shortest amount of IOPs and go on your way, you know. So let's talk about how that, well, I'll ask it this way. Did that
0: work for you?
1: No, it didn't. I, I actually stayed sober at after months of coming here, um... I probably stayed sober maybe a little over a month. And then, uh, yeah, I went, went right back to it, right back to it.
0: So now let's get to some good stuff. So nothing really happens at that. You, you signed your 18 things that you're required to do, and you're off and running. You're right back where you were. Let's talk about what the shift was to get you to where you are today, which is incredible. You come back. Talk about that process. What happened and what made you say, I'm going back there to do it right this time?
1: Yeah, that's where I was going to say that we probably need to get into. After I had completed that, um, it was almost nine months to a year of just a downward spiral. um, Relationship problems at home, my drinking and uh, drug use spiraled out of control, um, blaming everybody else. Uh, I wasn't happy with myself, so at home, everything that I prayed for for years to come into my life, I had. But I wasn't happy with myself, so I was unhappy with everything else. And then I end up getting a DUI, the same same two police officers, same um, right in my driveway where I told you about the beer can fake story. Uh, get a DUI. Um... My woman's like, this is not enough's enough. I end up moving out into a motel room, get a different job, which was way too much, um, seven days a week. I'm working, you know, just, uh, that was my whole life was that. So then I pretty much just went on a self-destruction mission for the next, I think I was gone maybe six months, eight months or something. And then I just, uh, probably one of the lowest, loneliest, um, spots I had ever been in my life, and uh, actually tried to end my life, and then was and ended up in the hospital. And uh, actually, a guy in the hospital because I was like, there was like, I was like, man, I have to do something. I have to get into some kind of housing or something. But I didn't want to go to the same places that I had tried for years and years. You know, for almost over a decade, oh. I had tried in and out of treatment centers. And the guy referred me to here, and I I didn't even know you offered housing so I said okay and I called Dan and um you know we talked and he gave me an opportunity man you guys give me an opportunity and and I you gave me an opportunity for me to take control of my life and to put in the effort to rebuild my life
0: so let's start talking about that uh I'm gonna start with I want you to talk about what you did last night starting at six o'clock So at six o'clock last night, what did you start doing?
1: Um, I had just, I had got off work and caught the bus home from work and came to the meeting here and seen my peers. And then after the meeting, I, um, went home and got hydrated, got nutrition in me, um, Seen my family, talked with them. Uh, got everything ready for today, for this morning, for when I woke up at 4 in the morning and continued into that. Rode um, my bike to, we all swim, to swim practice, and then swim practice back to here on the bike and did the meeting. and.
0: When you say did the meeting, when you, you facilitated it, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. So the reason I'm asking you that is, the whole thing to set you up for what you've done today sober started yesterday with ending it in sobriety. Yeah. So the whole yeah. catalyst to you doing what you're doing right now with being this, it starts with yesterday's choices. I didn't use, came to the meeting, worked, hung out with my family, ate some plants, went to bed, boom, here you are today. What's it like for you being a guy who was in here giving me some story to now facilitating a Racing for Recovery meeting Fridays at eight o'clock?
1: One would be involved in Racing for Recovery and the other side of that was being involved in my own self and own recovery, if that makes sense.
0: Crystal clear. Okay. What What has helped you to become the awesome dude that you are today? What has Racing for Recovery done for you that you've implemented and worked hard for?
1: Racing for recovery um, this is kind of a lot here uh, you guys give me an opportunity to one pull away from societies you know the or I had i you give me an opportunity and I had a chance in my, in my life to pull away and work on me. I stayed in housing for six months, but the biggest deal about it all was that all the stuff that i thought that i was over as you know from a from a kid and growing up and throughout my life um i started to figure out that trauma you know we did Mm one-on-ones and um the thing that was different about racing for recovery is um I started finding things that was I was doing active things that was building my self esteem in the beginning. So I, I was started I started trying all different things. You know I never did yoga in my life. I tried yoga. Uh, I never did Soul Core or nothing, even Pilates or anything you want to call. It. I never did none of that in my life. I, I ran and I worked out a little bit, but I started doing them things before i even tapped into or even started figuring out what some of my trauma was so i started boosting my self-esteem with these um positive alternatives Mm to using drugs and alcohol so then when i did start to dig into them things with you and afterwards when you're sitting in your you know your room alone or you know the stuff's on your brain the old me that was like I'm not good enough You know I'm a piece of crap Look at all the bad you did to everybody Or all these painful memories come up My go to instead of going to alcohol and drugs now And self destruction was uh, Doing things that made me feel good That boosted my self esteem That boosted um, Endorphins in me And just I still do it today So I, We had uh,
0: Last week or recently, last month, this month, whatever, we interviewed our buddy Eric. And I, I talked to him about our trip to Maine. Yeah. So he talked about what it was like from, you know, watching the Ironman in perspective. I want to talk to you about Maine and what it did for you to change your nutritional habits okay. and how that's helped you. So we're off in Maine doing the Ironman. We've talked about that before, but what was it nutritionally
1: about that trip that, get, that got you to change and that, how's that helped you that's uh that's when i turned vegan yeah um i had i had uh i had quit eating meat when the first when we went to we went to ohio that's we went, right i we went You're to right. ohio and i quit eating eating the meat but uh i was still dairy and eggs crazy um and really unhealthy i was the heaviest i ever was in my life 178 pounds i'm only five nine so you know i was i was pretty heavy and uh, my I had a foot injury that wouldn't heal, and when we went to Maine, um, I think it started with the cheese. You yeah. give me some vegan cheese, mm-hmm. and we um, I we was eating eating just raw food all weekend pretty much. It was good, and some uh, I don't know if it was Chipotle or whatever. Yeah, okay, okay. I don't know if yeah, on here, but yeah, was, yeah. So we started doing that, and then i gave it a try and it was i didn't say hey i'm gonna like do this forever but i said you know what i'll give it a try and then i had my foot uh, believe it or not my foot healed i don't have no problems with it before and um i didn't take no medicine for it it wouldn't heal for months and months and months i had injured it like i mean it was injured for like six months and just wouldn't heal and i went vegan cut out i think the biggest thing was cutting the dairy out yeah. and the inflammation went down and started to heal my energy levels now have totally flipped and are like i have a lot of energy and i heal from like i mean we were training together for like sometimes four hours a day right. and and I'm healing and recovering like that, you know, yeah. from the raw food and uh and not just raw, food, just not eating meat or dairy pretty much. And it, it was a life-changing thing for me. And it it made me it just made me more conscious of what I was putting in my body too and more uh empathetic for all living beings. Not just it ain't just about us, you know. Yeah. You know. How much weight have you lost? Uh I originally had lost 25 pounds. I gained a few pounds back, but I lost two more pant sizes. So it, it must be in the good places. So I, you know, I think I'm gaining more muscle now. You know, I got actually uh, started get taking uh, plant-based protein. You know, and yeah. um, and the right, I, I, my nutrition dialed in. When I first started the vegan thing, I was all I was eating was like beans and rice and bananas, and then I, I was uneducated on it, just like with the triathlon training. I didn't know what I was doing, and then got with you and you helped me with that it's like having a guide in this thing and the more you learn the more you apply it and it's just it gets a lot easier you know and my vitamins I take a lot of different vitamins also
0: so what I and I I do feel I you know what I'm I'm honest in what I do and I I don't like doing this but I have to this is like a disclaimer because yes this is a racing for recovery podcast and racing for recovery is not telling people You have to do an Ironman, and we're certainly not telling them you have to be vegan. Having said that, on a personal level, do I do those things that help me personally, which aids my, quote, professional way of doing things? So I don't want anybody who's at home saying, oh, they're telling me that I have to go vegan in order to be a part of that program, because that's not what I'm saying. I am having an open conversation with somebody who's doing a couple of things and is, very successful in the recovery, and feels good about it. So you take that for you folks at home. Take that for whatever you want to. By the way, are you you have a year now, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's a year of sobriety for somebody who's doing a balanced, holistic lifestyle that healthy nutrition. We can even can leave I out add, the viewers. You can say whatever you um, want, Andy.
1: You know, I guess another thing about that was different about this time in recovery is that I seen things here that I that I wanted that yep. i didn't see in other places um that's what um drew me towards triathlon training that's what uh and also i i, I wanted to feel good and not yeah. just physically mentally spiritually emotionally but it all this is where it i you know no one said hey andy you gotta train for iron man's and you got to eat nothing but plants, you know, or you're going to fail or anything, right. nothing like that. Yeah. It's, it's just laid out there. Like if you want to just want some help with some different things in your life, you know, it's like, I wanted some certain things. So I gravitated towards them things and asked about them and then tried them. Try, tried a lot of different things and I found what worked for me. And I I do believe that exercise, nutrition, rest has made a total change in me and my mental and emotional states. Also, I'm, I, I came in here and I was on antidepressants. I, I'm no longer, I haven't been on antidepressants in, oh, I don't know, nine months, 10 months All or right. something. But I think yeah. I was on them for the first two months of, uh, you know, into this sobriety thing. I, I'm not on no, I, I actually don't take no medication, just multivitamins and different vitamins and, uh, some supplements, lots of carbohydrates because I'm always burning calories, but I,
0: I hope that people can see the smirk on my face. Cause it's just, it's pride. You know, t- let's talk about, let's talk about our relationship. I, I think of, uh, You know, honestly, it's good to talk to you like this because I I don't see you as often as I'd like to. I saw you in the water this morning, but you can't talk when we're actually swimming. And then you had to jet out of the pool to get back here and run our support group meeting. But let's talk about our relationship and how, you know, much time we've spent together running, uh, driving in the car from swimming to here sitting on those bikes in the garage yeah you know what and it's it's a give and take I'll talk about my side of it in a second but what has that peer support in our relationship been like for you
1: it's you know it's it's awesome because I I look at you I look at you as a friend you're you know when I you know you're you're you you've guided me and you know you've helped me Counseled me and all that But I look at you You know man to man As a friend of yep. mine You know I'd call yep. you You know a brother of mine And uh. And I know that That you know Them training sessions They You know you're both, it's, it's wild Because there would be Different times Like so we're on These bike trainers For hours and hours At a time And you start to get To know each other Because you see when Someone's going through Stuff you know And, and you're you know some days are great days and you're like man this rocks and other days you know life's things are going on and everybody has life's problems and life you know complications come up and so you get to know each other and you, you feel each other out you know and then and then there's the, and what happens though is that there's days that i did not want to do it at all you know i'm i'm in there and we're tired you know we're we're really getting it there for a while and uh, building up all winter for these races that are, came up and are coming up and the peer support out of that is that when there would have been days that I would could have very easily said, "Ah, you know what I'm not going in today, I'm a little tired, but I would go, I would show up, could you come pick me up, and we would go, and then when we was done halfway at halfway into the thing, I'm like, yeah, that's why I'm doing this thing, and I think it's both ways I Absolutely. think you know, yeah, just like today i you know I um. You guys taught me accountability. Last night we was talking on the phone and I said, hey, I'm going to be, I'll make it to swimming one way or another. You know, I'll ride my bike. Well, if the alarm went off at four and one part of me said, you know what, you're going to swim tomorrow too. You could probably just, you know, not go. But then I said, you know what, I told somebody I'm going to do it. And that's what's different today. The old me wouldn't have been accountable for nothing. I would have just told you like the beer can story, whatever I thought you thought you wanted to hear to let me do good, what I wanted to do.
0: Well, you know, I, I say this a lot, I'm, I'm proud of you. And one of the things I wanna thank you for is, you know, I'm doing a lot of events this year myself. And one of the reasons I'm able to do the volume again that I'm doing is because I'm motivated by what I see you do, what I've seen Eric and a lot of people do around here. And the stuff that you were saying, I can turn on and we'll say the same thing back to you. There's days where I woke up in February when it's two degrees outside. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't feel like going in there and riding the bikes on a Saturday morning. I want to lay here with my pig and chill out. Yeah. But I'm like, I told Andy, I'm picking him up at five 30. I got to go because I don't want to call you and give you some story about, dude, you're never going to believe this, but a, a hurricane came in and knocked over my <laughs> house last night. I know it's, middle of february but that's really what happened it's like and that's the the peer support thing goes both ways and it really helps people to not only enjoy the good times but to get through the rough times to enjoy more good times you know yeah so you completed your first triathlon a couple weeks ago yeah what was that like man
1: uh well to you know we I've been swimming actually I you know I really didn't even know how to swim right. I, on the day after Thanksgiving was my first day right. in the pool like trying to swim laps I made it half maybe two thirds down the lane and grabbed onto the thing because I couldn't go no more you know I was dying and so I've been swimming all you know all winter well I get into the water and I didn't even make it I probably fifty yards to the first little buoy and i inhale a bunch of water it's like stuck in my windpipe i can't breathe out and i can't breathe in so i just grab on this buoy which you're allowed to grab onto stuff as long as you don't push yourself forward and i'm like i'm going and there's people like you know i can't breathe out can't breathe in and i must look panicked because a couple of this lady's like are you okay do you want me to call a lifeguard i'm like no i'm good and then i just like puke up all this water so then i'm good so i i finish it out pretty slow i get out of the water and um it was it was really cool. All the training we're doing, so like you know, for all this, you know, and this is a littler one, but it, it didn't matter. It was it was really cool. Jumped on the bike. Uh, you know, I don't really like talking like this because I feel like I'm. You know, I don't want to be like a pompous dude. But I killed the bike. The bike mm-hmm. was awesome. Something you know, what I mean, I, I yeah, I was like passing people up, and it felt good. And I had a really good run. And I ran, walked it, and still did one of the fastest times I ever did. You know, so and it, what was awesome about it is when I. When I'm um, I'm I'm coming through the the transition from the bike to the run, and uh, this almost gets me kind of emotional. It's but, good, uh, dude. Jeez, God, why is it? It's stuff? good. It's it's good emotional stuff yeah. though, because it's like the peer support. Yeah. I I uh, hear everyone just like go, oh, Andy and yeah, uh, Patrick, yeah. Mick Andrews. He's like running down the thing screaming and i'm just like yeah let's go you know, so that's awesome
0: it's awesome i don't know why i get so freaking emotional because it's an emotional like this, thing you know? man that's great that's but great the yeah. peer
1: support here is awesome like you know what's wild is yeah. I, I will add this in here i know we're talking about the triathlon stuff but um i don't hang out with nobody mm-hmm. that like my old friends like I, I went to one of my buddies um they're like they got a you know like a, a a group you know they do music and stuff and I went to one of them and and I seen some people there and they was like man we just we're really proud of you and we're glad you're doing what you're doing but I don't I don't go and hang out with people from where I grew up or uh, old people I used to use with or none of that and it's not it's not that like they're not good people or I'm better than them or nothing but I created a whole new group of um friends and peers that are doing the same things i'm doing and it might not be triathlon but they're right. sober and they're doing things with their self. and they're people i know that will support me and i can support them and it's 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 genuine friendships
0: well we're gonna i want to talk about that other part of peer support and doing other things but we do have to talk about this quickly uh Remember last year you stood on the beach with me when I was doing the Half Ironman in Ohio? Yeah. And we were talking about you doing that race. Yeah. You're going to be doing it two weeks from Sunday.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think we're 16 or 17 days out. Yeah, like
0: 16 days away. Yeah. I mean, uh, what? how are you feeling about going into that?
1: I'm, I'm feeling good. It's um, You know what's wild is I, you know, we got our little training app and all that, and I clicked on it today, and I was like, it's it's real it's getting real now it feels real now you know it seemed i remember logging our stuff and you know what we did every day and saying you know five months out 100 you know or whatever it was 182 days away and then it's just like and then it was three months and then we did uh ran the half marathon thing and then we was like okay now we're i think it was two or three months or three months out from that day or something and uh and it's just getting closer and closer, and now it's it's real. It, it's I I'm I'm just really I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. You know, um, it's just all coming to fruition. All we put in a lot of work. Yeah. Me and you put in tons yeah. of work over yeah. the one day after day yeah. after day <laughs> after day. You know.
0: Yeah. What? How has it felt, Andy, to have? Racing for recovery, and notice my verbiage in this. How does how has it felt to have us invest in you, like helping with some of the the equipment or whatever we've done for you? I, it, details don't matter, but just that you know that we've invested in you to help you do these things. How does that feel?
1: I, I said this before: uh, is that it? It makes me feel good that someone thinks that I'm worth it to you. invest in. Yeah, that you you trusted me enough yeah. that I'm not just like hey, I'm doing, you know, this stuff just to, you know, I don't know, get brownie points yeah. or something, or, you know, like, hey, if I do triathlon, you guys will like me more or something. But it's not, it was nothing like that. It was it's never like- nothing like that. And it made me feel, actually, it made me feel more confident in myself that others were confident in me to do this and would support me and do all that mm-hmm. for me. Because, you know, it's... For me, I think if I'm looking back on my life, and even even now, it's still hard. You know, these are some of the things I battle. Is the uh, other people will see the good in me or the worth in me more than sometimes than we can see in ourselves? Does that is that understandable? Yeah. Like that's just something that I you know that I recognized, and that you know by going through this thing, and and I'm, I'm I, you know it's a work in progress, man.
0: So we talked about peer support, and we talked about doing other things. And you mentioned mentioned Patrick, who will be on this show at some point. I know he will because he's awesome and he's doing well. Let's talk about going to Metallica a couple of times, and then Tesla. And you yeah. know, because music is a big part of the racing for recovery lifestyle. You know, and we went over to uh, well the Cleveland to see Metallica, but specifically yeah. when we went to Indianapolis to see him with Patrick. What is, you know, and you met Tesla with me. You know, what's it like to go to these things and be sober at them? What's that experience like?
1: It, it's awesome. Um, I must say um a lot because I keep catching myself. But uh like it. Uh, in past times, I tried to get sober and do stuff. I never could have fun hmm. sober. So I battled with that for years and I've had a blast at these things. Like we go and... And it, it's, it's a rock show, man, you know, and, it, and we're all sober. We're all having fun. And, you know, until I started, this is where it goes back to dealing with that, you know, that that past uh, traumas and different, you know, insecurities in myself is that I used to go, like if I were to go to a place like that before I came into recovery this time and wasn't able to drink or party or something... I would feel like I was being um, like pu- punished or something. And now, you know, and now that we, when we was going to these things, you know, one hundred percent sober. You mm-hmm. know, it's like I don't even know how I would go before because it mm-hmm. was I, I didn't even enjoy the show. Like we're w- feeling and witnessing this whole thing. You know, it's uh, it was awesome. You know, yeah. and it, it's and and you know what was cool is going is it, it showed me by you taking us to that, it showed me that I can go have fun and go to places where, because there are people um, that are, were drinking there, but I don't have to drink to have fun. And just because the world isn't going to change just because I quit drinking, and it's not their responsibility to do, that's, that's their choice, you know, and it's not their responsibility to not drink because, you know, the world's not going to change because, hey, Andy stopped drinking, so... You know, but we go and we have fun and I'm confident in my sobriety. And I know I can go to, you know, go to places now and have fun, you know, and go to shows and do things. And I don't want the alcohol, you know, and another thing I'm going to add into that is that you guys give me an opportunity for me to create a life that is like you was talking about what I do last night. My life is so full right now, like I don't even... You know, I'm trying to put this in the right way. My life is so full with things now, I don't even know where I would have time to find a you know, to drink or do any to go use again because my whole day is like I have a my days are set up for me and I have, you know, family, training, work, um my I have a full life now that I had no life. I was isolated in a little motel room, you know, you know, destroying myself before I came here. I pushed everybody out of my life. And I never in a million years would have thought that my family would want something to do with me, um, support me, and, you know, things would be, they're better than they've ever been. Even, you know, um, years ago, you know, now that I'm sober, but like, They get the real me, and I actually am clear-headed enough to see the real them.
0: You said it all, buddy. I appreciate you coming on here today. Thanks. I just want to say, if you listen to what Andy was talking about, he is a living, breathing, productive example of what Racing for Recovery does. He talked about balance. He talked about healing. He talked about forgiving self. He talked about having fun, achieving goals. That's what this program does, and I'm proud of this awesome dude. Until next time, be sober. If you need us, you know where to find us. Tune in to our live stream support group meeting every Monday and Thursday night. We'll talk to you soon.